You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Good morning, everyone. Izzy Kempe for breakfast. SCNZ just after 6 o'clock. We're halfway through the week. Yes, the NRL Grand Final this week. And the All Blacks, after we hiatus over there in Bordeaux, will be taking on Italia, Italy. This weekend, they'll name their side in a few moments' time. And we're going to have our best to have an announce our squad to take on Italy. But Mr. Tony Kemp, I had you on the camera. Just can't see you right now, but that's okay. I've seen what you're wearing. You singlet it up. Is it warm in, in Auckland? Uh, it's, it's not too bad. I sort of uh, you know, got to bed okay last night. Had a little bit of a mm. decent kip after the last uh, three or four days of hightailing it around Sydney Airport, uh, mainly <laughs> in the in the, uh, in the <laughs> domestic airport, trying to find somewhere to sit down. Sammy, I forgot to tell you, mate, Sammy Hewitt, he wanted to get to sleep. I mean, walk, into, walk into Sydney Airport, he goes, you, want, you know, he's a bit of a nervous flyer. So he had a bit of a sweat going on ever since we walked into Auckland Airport. I mean, it take, takes us a while to get through there. It was an hour and a half, made in the customs queue at Auckland Airport at, at 4 o'clock in the morning. So she's a, she's a pretty bad start to the day, and he gets pulled through the customs. He gets pulled up. He gets pulled up. So he, the sweat starts dripping down his head, you know. He starts, the gloves come out. He thinks he's going to get, you know, checked over and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> so we get in the airplane. So by the time we get to Sydney, I've got, I've got to beg him to sit in the middle seat, is he? Because you know what it's like. If you sit in the middle seat, you're squashed as a big guy. Oh, stuff. You know, it's the worst seat yeah. on an airplane to sit in. Well, that was me yesterday. I, H comes before K. So he gets the aisle seat and I get the middle seat. Yeah? Because we're booked in together. Yeah. So I beg him. I say, come on, man. You know, you got to let me sit on the... On the old seat and feeling really good. He goes, yes, that's fine. You can sit there. So sit there on the way over. It's a nervous flight. You know, it's like sitting with you. Can I have an ice cream? Are we there yet type kid? So we get there. We get, so we get to Sydney. And uh, oh, it's a nine-hour wait, isn't it? Well, it's a nine-hour wait in Sydney for us to get up to Brisbane. He goes, I'm going up to the lounge. I'm going up to the lounge. I went... Yeah, okay, where you go? I ain't got a lounge pass for domestic Sydney airport. And he had some type of American Express thing going on. And I go, where you go, Sammy? Like, go for gold, mate. You know, go and have yourself a shower and freshen yourself up and all this sort of stuff. Well, I come back, so I go for a walk, and I come back, and I look inside one of these little, uh, what do they call them, departure <laughs> areas where you hop on a yeah. plane. It's like not our one, because ours is nine hours away. Right in the middle of this Asian group of people, is I, I'm looking around it and there's a there's a there's it looks different, and here's Sammy Hewitt 
Here's Sammy Hewitt. These guys, they're, they're all golfers, I'm guessing. These like have off on a weekend party. You know what I mean? And Sammy Hewitt <laughs> is lying there in the middle, in the middle of the like. He didn't. He didn't go in and he didn't strategically look at any of the seats and go. This is the best place to sit. He just went and plonked himself right in the middle of this <laughs> departure area and went to sleep. He <laughs> went to sleep. And also, I've gone. I'm oh, just going to go sit back here. I'm going to go that one down there on the wall where you can put your your legs up and have a rest and put your head back. And look at Sammy. He starts texting me, going, "Where are you?" And I'm going, I'm in the lounge. I'm in the lounge. And he's like, no, you're not. And I'm going, where are you, mate? He goes, I'm just down in the down in one of these bays having a sleep. And I walk up behind him. And we go, we're talking. Uh, he, he can't sleep. Of course he can't sleep. These guys, are, they're partying, mate. They're on a golf trip. And um, I said, why did you choose here, mate? And you know, you know, Sam, he goes, I just want to go to sleep. And I'm like, well... Why wouldn't you go down on the back wall there where you could put your legs up on those seats or your head up against the wall? And he goes, yeah, I didn't really think about that, did I? <laughs> I, said, <laughs> I said, come on, mate, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. So, uh, mate, when you, th- when you think about it, last night finally put my head down. I actually had four days of no sleep and yeah. um, had a decent sleep last night. So when I wake up this morning, I'm fresh. It is. It's not warm outside. It's quite cold, but uh, I felt pretty good about just chucking my singlet back on and getting back into it, brother. And even Kez said to me yeah. this morning, as he goes, "Mate, I know you're in for a good show because you got the glasses on. You haven't taken them off. <laughs> <laughs> You've been reading all morning, Uncle. Huh? You've had plenty of sleep. So stay tuned because Uncle's on one. How good, hey Uncle? We got a good show. We got a good show. We got oh, Ian yeah. Kirkpatrick. Someone come through yesterday and spoke about." Should we get Kirky on? Well, Kirky's coming on after 7 o'clock. We've got Mitch Santner because, well, the Black, Cop, Black Caps have won their ODI series in Bangladesh and the World Cup team is planning their way to uh, India to take on everyone at the World Cup. Their first match is up against England. They've got a couple of warm-ups before then, so we'll have a chat to Mitch Santner. And then we've got Ken Laban after 8 o'clock. So a big show, double eight, double three. Keep your messages coming through, Tim. I'll get to yours shortly. But Kempe and everyone, double eight, double three. Who am I? Clue number one. We've got a $100 Adidas Golf voucher up for grabs. Get away with Adidas Golf. Visit adidas.co.nz slash getaway underscore with underscore golf T's and C's apply. Clue number one. I represent New Zealand in my chosen sport. And I was born in Wellington in the 90s. I represent New Zealand in my chosen sport, and I was born in Wellington in the 90s. If you know the answer, double eight, double three, and we'll announce that winner at the end of the show. All right, kids, let's rip into it. Round one, fight. Yes, boys, triple threat, three hot topics from the morning. Thought I'd kick us off with number one. You mentioned it earlier. Dagger, the All Blacks team to play Italy, will be named later tonight. Now, there's been a lot of chat around all different shows here on ECNZ. Do we play our best team for the remainder of the World Cup? And if so, what does that look like, Izzy? Yep. Uh, Easy easy answer for me, yes. Yes, and I've got my team here down on paper that I'm going to read out to you. And if you agree, send it through. If not, you want to see some changes it's okay, but keep those messages coming through, double eight, double three. I've gone for Tuanga Fassi, Taylor, Williams, 
for Scott Barrett, Brody Retallick in the locking department. And the loose forwards have gone Frizzell, Kane, Savia. And in the backs, I've gone Smith, Moonga, Whanganuku, Barrett, Yuani, Talia. And then Will Jordan at the back with the reserves, Coles, Newell, uh, Lalala, Whitelock, Blackadder, Roygaard, Havili and Bowden Barrett to round out the bench. So that is my team. Yes, we need to start building some cohesion and confidence with the con connection combinations. So there you go. Yeah. And I, I, I have to agree with you. I think, well, Jordan has to start at fullback. Fainuku has to start on the wing with Talia. Just at that point of difference. Um, mm. And we can't really go anywhere else in the forward pack, can we? You know, you're gonna, you, you know what you got coming up. So you get past Italy. Yep. Hopefully, we get past them, so you don't have to shave your hair because that's going to be one hell of a sight <laughs> if that happens. <laughs> um, but if we can get past Italy and go in two games um, out from this game against Ireland, we need to we need to build cohesion. As I totally agree with you, and I don't think Bodie Barrett at fullback is the answer with Richie Mwanga in that in that two pivot role. I think Richie Mwanga also needs to. Um, do what Johnny Sexton does and lead the team around the pitch. You know he needs to be mm. given the he needs to be given the keys to the team, and they need to they need to have faith in that um, in that structure. And Will Jordan at fullback. We need fresh legs at the back. You know if we're going to run yep. if we're going to run um, any type of attack against this Irish side to score points because we're going to need to score points. We need Will Jordan at fullback. Totally agree. And if there's going to be any changes, uh, potentially, or something, any variations, you think that sixth position. You got Frizzell, and we know how big he was in that last game at Mount Smart. We haven't seen him for a while, so Frizzell will get his chance to have a crack, and then you bring on the impact with Ethan Blackadder. But I never thought I'd say the day when Sammy Whitelock's on the bench, but with Scott Barrett playing so well, you can afford to have, well, look, you got about 300 test matches on the bench. You've got Coles, you've got Whitelock, and you've got Bowden Barrett. Hell of a lot of experience to come on and uh, and bring us home. So I, I think we start our best team, kids. Round two. There you go. Just showing how uh, truly lucky we actually are in that All Blacks environment. Jeez, you tend to forget how stacked this team is uh, mm. with all the talk around mm. results, etc. Uh, changing tack, boys. Uh, flipping to the other pill, Rubber Luke. Uh, the Dallium is tonight, Tim. So leading into that, uh, Paul Gallon has uh, stirred the pot a little bit yesterday, uh, who said. Cleary should win the Coach of the Year, so he's basically started rubbishing Andrew Webster and the Warriors' performance. Now, boys, in a, in a little head-to-head here, we know that uh, Webster is the favourite, and I'll go to you first here, Kempe. Webster v Cleary. Has the student become the master? What has been more impressive for you, and who wins the Dallium Coach of the Year? Well, it's really interesting, cause, and, and good on you, Paul Galligan, uh, Gallon, Galligan, Paul Gallon, for uh, tuning into SENZ uh, commentary on Saturday night, because I had the same conversation with the boys from SEN Brisbane, uh, in and around who the who the coach of the year is, and and I said, Ivan Cleary's the coach of the year, you know, mm. I, I said the same thing, I said, you know, um, the if, you, if you're dead set picking the coach of the year, Ivan Cleary gets it hands down, he's on a three-peat. And he's been in the grand final four years in a row. It's not taking a team um, out of one from the wooden spoon and bringing them to you know two games out from winning a competition. Uh, and if you put them side by side like that, then I think anyone would say that Ivan Cleary has to be the coach of the year. Now, if you um, and I hear I hear what Gal's saying, like 
their most improved coach of the year, it would go down to Andrew Webster hands down, you know, hands down. But I, I think when you're talking, well, let's have a look at Izzy. I don't know what criteria would look like, but for coach of the year, criteria would have to be grand final win. Mm. Yep. Because mm. the other yeah. other argument there, and they haven't even thrown him in the in the mix, is, is Walters. Like he, he, we, he had a shocker last year, and he's brought mm. Brisbane back, and he's in the grand final, and they could win it. So that's I, what, that's I, 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 I think I say, think Webby sits in three. You know, mm. if you're thinking about it, I think if you're talking coach uh, coach of the year, you're talking Ivan Cleary, Kevin Walters. Yeah, we're on the same page, isn't it, Kempi? Oh, I think it's the same. You know, don't get me wrong. For what Webby's been able to do, and, and he's inspired and, and really connected to the fans and the identity of the Warriors. And it's a hell of a story. Yeah, but, um, you know, that trophy that you get it's at the end of the season, most improved, that one that everyone kind of feels sorry for you, I think that's where, where Webby, uh, Webby sits. And that's not no disrespect to Webby. I just think that's that's just reality. And you got, you know, Cleary, who is chasing his third on the trot, hasn't been done for decades. And then you've got Kevin Walters. That has brought them back from the brink of nowhere to potentially win it. So I totally agree. I think it's um, Ivan Cleary. Ivan Cleary's for the winning. And um, you know, if 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 Webby is able to continue this on, because Cleary's been doing it for years, Kimpy, we are still yet to know if we can continue on this momentum. I'm hoping so, but um, you know, a few more times in the saddle, and he potentially punches tickets to that DLM. So I think it's Cleary, uh, Kiz. Round two. And a half. Round two and a half. I didn't chuck this one in there, but I've got to. SJ, does he walk away with the Delhi M? I think he goes really close. Seriously, mm. on the on the year, I think he goes really close. Um when you have a look at when you have a look at the season of it, of it, of other players, Payne Haas, like how big was Payne Haas in that game on Saturday night? You know, he he was that, that battle between him and Adam Fanua Blake was a key um, battle to, to to get their team uh, over the line, and Payne Haas won that one hands down. So I, I think, you know, Sean Johnson, I think he's right in the mix. I think that one's just a mate. It's, it's split by it's split by you know the tightest of margins. Is he? Yeah, I, I, I agree. I'd love to see him get it, but. Um... Yeah, he's been pretty consistent throughout the year, but you never know. You never know with these awards and, and how they're going to go. If he had to punch his ticket to the grand final, 100%. And he was so influential for the Warriors on the weekend, but just wasn't able to get it done. So I think he might just get pipped, but I'd love to see him get it. Round three. All right, boys, rounding us out, Supermax. You probably haven't heard of Supermax. It's the national burger chain in Ireland in the uh, Emerald Isle. <laughs> They've introduced a Bundy burger. How good. Now, I guess you uh, you can have a little stab in the dark of what uh, that burger's based on. Yes, it is Bundy Arkey. He's got his own burger um, <laughs> after lighting up the Rugby World Cup. Now, boys, if you were given a food item named after you, what would you pick? And before we get started, yes, Israel, I know you have ribs already, <laughs> you superstar you. And I'll tell you what, they're bloody good. They're my birthday treat, aren't they, Izzy? We know that. But, uh, but Kempe... Uh, is, uh, does your mind go straight to you know the, the pork bones? Yeah, it does. Is it, <laughs> <laughs> it does. <laughs> Should have known that. Oh, jeez. Pork bone pie. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what. There's this, there's, there's this place up here in Auckland that I haven't been to yet. It's called I think it's called Captain Moana's. It's on a it's a boat at a don't lie. You at a park. Me. No, I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> but it keeps popping up on my socials, and it's like fry bread with with cream power. Um, and scallops and all oh. this sort of stuff. Yeah, man. 
and I'm going, if that was my food, that would be it. Like <laughs> fry bread with a with a decent pork bone meat sandwich on it. You know what I mean? I've, mate, have you ever had pork bones in, in, like come out of a pot? Yeah, like, of you course. Like, yeah, you you, like, you yes. like ribs. You like Love ribs. Love ribs. Mate, the way my mum cooks it, second to none. It, what, what would you call it, though? Because they've got the Bundy burger. You know, that, that rolls off burger. the tongue quite nicely. Oh, We're not going with... Tony Kemp fry bread and scallops <laughs> in the lot, you know? What, what, I don't know. What, do you, double eight, do you, double three, what would you call it? Yeah, Kempy's go-to <laughs> meal. Anyway, is he? You're sticking with the ribs or, you know, look, look, Kemp, let's park it. You've got Kemp to come up with something. Slop. Slop McSlop. Kempy's whatever's in the back. Oh, 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 look, I love a pie. Yeah, don't get me wrong, I love a pie. So I've been thinking about it this morning when I've seen this come up. I was thinking, what can I call it? The daggy... The Daggy McCheese or something, you know, like it's just a nice little pie. Uh, <laughs> well, you laughed. I didn't mean to laugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's good. I've had a burger named after me. Oh, I think it was me, but it was a South African burger. It's called Izzy Burger, and they started following me. And I was thinking, what? Oh, they named a burger after me. Yeah. How Sorry recent was that? Um, oh, years ago. It would have been while you were years still playing. Ago. They made the Izzy Burger. Yeah, but you're yeah, not sure if it's about you. Surely. Well, they started following me, so I think it's, yeah, I started lying, but anyway. It'll be a pie. It'll be a pie. Look, I'm not too crazy on it. I think, yeah, mince. But I think it's the way the mince is made. That's important. I hate chunky, mm. dry mince. It has to be creamy, creamy mince with a lots of cheese. Keep the veggies out of it. We're going full unhealthy here. <laughs> so it'll be the Daggy McCheese pie. There you go. Double eight, double three. If you run a small business... You know, a small food <laughs> business, and you're looking for two nutcases to, you know, help grow your brand. Let's get Dazza uh, back look, in here. Let's uh, get Dazza back in here with his pies, mate. There you go. <laughs> you can start it up. But yeah, if you are looking for uh, two people to, you know, help get your business going, stay tuned for the run home later on today. You don't want these two <laughs> nutcases driving you around. <laughs> there you go, boys. Triple threat. Beautiful. Thanks, Kiz. Hey, just quickly, uh, Kimpy, Adam G. Been given the reins for the NRL Grand Final. I've got a wee stat for you here, Kempi. Yeah. Penrith under Adam G. Win rate, 91.4%. Three years, 16, 17 games, 16 wins. The Broncos, 31.3%. Five wins out of 16 games. Concerned let if the you're ga- a Broncos player? Let the games begin. They'll start today. I can guarantee you Kimmy Walter's coming out and he's putting those stats way out there in the press. We've already we've already started. Um, and the, the sad thing about it, Adam G got, you know, hands down got given that gig because Ashley Klein got sacked two weeks ago and then the bloke last mm. week, he's still chasing that ball that got passed forward into the next month. You know what I mean? So, um, oh, look, would it, would it, will he, will he favour Penrith? I think he's going to be under that much pressure by Kevin Walters by the time kickoff is he'll be... He'll be he'll be pretty honest. He'll be pretty honest. Yeah, it was an interesting stat, eh? It was an interesting stat to to read that potentially as a player. We'll talk about it more. You know, what does this do as a player? Is that something you have thought about, Kempi, when you've been officiated by a ref that's been diabolical? Because I know for me, I've done it. Brendan Pickerel. Yeah. Oh, he used to do. He used to just really get under my skin because I knew he just wanted to penalise and ping the Crusaders off the park. He's the only ref in history that wanted to do that. He's I, the only ref in history that wanted to do that. Okay, 
<laughs> I don't know if Ivan will ever put it in his book, mate, but I had a conversation with the referee coordinator at halftime of a game once at Mount Smart Stadium. <laughs> Ivan was saying, don't ring him, mate. Don't ring him. I went, no, no, I've got to ring him. Halftime chat. Yeah, I got a call on Monday. That wasn't good, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that story. Heard that story. Keep it in. Keep it in. Keep those messages coming through. Double eight, double three. Kempies. Heart attack, Kai. Yes, Joey from Kizzy. <laughs> Uncle's ball up burger. Oh, Kempies, like Kai Mwana. Yeah. Kempies, Kai. And surely, Daggy's Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Doug, get out of here. Anyway, stay That's your TAB pretty. account. <laughs> Even better. Wow. Wow. Don't worry, we okay. get paid today. I'm hearing you. Yeah. Uh, I'm hearing you, kids. Double eight, double three. You're listening to Z and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Keeping you healthy this spring, eh, kids?